Hey everyone, and welcome to 1.21 Gigawatts. I am Peter, and that over there's Matt. Yep. What's up? Uh, we we have movies on this show, new movies. Uh, this one's, I mean, it's not, it's not completely brand spanking new, but it came out this year, and we decided to talk about it. It's available at home now, and we wanted to give it a watch, and we're also going to take a little bit of credit, because technically, this is a vault movie. And what I mean by vault movie is that for 1.21 in flux, uh, folks or patrons can submit movies in the $5 tier to a to-do list called The Vault. And every so often we'll pick one and we'll do that in 1.21 in flux. Or maybe we'll pick four for the, the vote on Patreon that month. Uh, but someone actually submitted this to The Vault, which, I mean, it didn't really need to be. Because yeah. we, we were wanting to do it anyway. But uh, our, our patron board now did submit it. So technically this kind of even though it's not really for gigawatts, it's more for influx. But this, you know, have it. There you go, you get it. <laughs> So anyway, hey, there you go. We're, cool. we're talking about Ingrid Goes West, which is a film starring Aubrey Plaza and Elizabeth Olsen. Uh, Aubrey Plaza plays a character who is, is an obsessed, crazy person who stalks people that she finds on Instagram. Don't bury the lead, Pete. <laughs> uh. Uh, that is what it is. Uh, so we'll start spoiler free and we will warn you before we go into spoilers somewhere in the middle. And there you go. So... I really wanted to see this. When I saw the trailer and yeah. I'd heard what it was about, I like Aubrey Plaza a lot. I quite like Elizabeth Olsen. And I was like, yeah, I want to see this. I want to see uh, see, see the, the, the hijinks that this might this might become. Uh, so, yeah, so, so she she actually has like her, her previous victim, if you will, at the start of the movie. And that quickly... <laughs> quick, uh. Quickly deteriorates. And she spends a little bit of time in a mental hospital, gets out, yep. and basically finds her new crush, her new Instagram bae. Oh, I just used bae. Ugh, I hate stalk- myself. Yeah, what I, is wrong with you? I hate myself. It's a uh, movie! So, this whole movie's if, about if being... If you have a stalker, if you have a stalker, does that make you a stalky? Like, how does this work? Like, for reals? Sure. The victim. I Here. think victim works. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But, I mean, victim sounds so harsh. Like, yeah, you know, later. You know, like, like what she did to the first girl... At her wedding with the mace, that was like, yeah, she was a victim. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen's character, not so much a victim at the beginning. <laughs> well, yeah, well, at the beginning, sure. Let's, let's, let's keep things in yeah. perspective here. Uh, yeah, also, also that opening scene with the, the wedding, uh, the previous girl had a fantastic sea bomb. That that set me up for yeah. for quite, quite a ride. Uh, but she, she goes west because uh, Elizabeth Olsen's character, her new crush on Instagram, lives out in uh, Los Angeles. So she goes out there, uh, gets a place to live, and we, it's basically the story of her stalking her, sort of finding things out about her and kind of integrating her into her life. Uh, making it look like it's a, an accident, like, oh, I found your dog that was lost, but she actually stole the dog. Yeah, it's a whole thing. She stole the dog. It's kind of like single white female if it had a sense of humour. Hell, that even they even referenced that at one point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... So that's the movie. That's the idea. So uh, that, that is as much plot I think you want to give away without spoilers, uh, or any jokes for that matter. So Matt, how, how did you how did you think of it? What did you think of Angry Goes West? So 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 like you, uh, not that I was looking forward to it, but this was a movie that I'd been hunting down to watch. Like they they made it kind of difficult uh, for me to get on Blu-ray. You know, I had to jump through some hoops, and uh, so expectations were pretty high going in, and I was I was let down. Uh, because this was a movie where I was forced to spend 90 minutes with people I could not stand. And I don't know if you've ever had to do that in, in real life. 
I am very adverse to it. Uh, if you can tell, I have, I have a temper. I'm not fond so, of it. I don't have a t- yeah. t- temper. I just go very quiet and quiet and try to leave as quickly yeah. as humanly possible. Um, yeah. See, see me. I have to make a big statement, which also speaks to my poor raising at the hands of my dad. Uh, so yeah. Jesus, mask getting really personal very quickly. Uh, I, yeah, I I didn't love it either. I, I think there's moments I really like. I I think mm-hmm. Aubrey Plaza is fantastic in it. I think she. I think the whole, yeah, the whole cast is is to varying degrees of good. Uh, she's the bar, though. Yeah, I, I, th- I think my problems with the movie are it's not actually as wacky as I was hoping it would be, and maybe no. that's partly on me. But it yeah. it really feels like for this premise to work, it had to be a bit more farcical. Uh, not not an extreme amount, but more than it is. As it is, it actually kind of plays like. It's almost this weird dark drama, but not enough where it's got this weight. Because the ending, I think, has some really problematic messaging. Uh, so obviously, we'll talk about that in spoilers. Massive problematic. I but, we got to that point, and I looked at my wife. I was like, "Um, did that really just happen?" Yeah. And she's uh, like, "Yeah, this movie sucked." <laughs> Put that on the poster. And like, <laughs> and again, there's good moments. I think the premise itself is a fine idea. Yeah. I just, I don't think they really knew how to end it. Is the first thing, and. Mm. The problem is, is that so obviously Aubrey Plaza is a deranged character. She is, you know, she's she's not well. She needs help. No. She's not supposed to be relatable. Uh, beyond maybe some, you know, su- surface level stuff. Like if you if you have trouble making friends, maybe you can relate to her in some way. Uh, yeah, because of that. yeah. But, but even then, like to to be the protagonist, you don't necessarily have to be likable. Oh sure, yeah. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? You because we can see her faults and we know what they are from the beginning. Yeah, it's clear. Uh, yeah, it's absolutely. But you clear. do want to. You want to root for her because she does get so invested in in Elizabeth Olsen's life, and her character's name is Taylor. And you know, on on the surface, it seems like oh, cool, maybe maybe this time she did find a real friend and not just someone hmm. that was a one way relationship. But here's here's the the thing though is that I think this movie works much better if I like the person who's the victim. If I if I liked Elizabeth Olsen's character, hmm. I think oh wait a minute. I would feel bad that she's being duped, and then later on in the movie, because I mean, on no spoilers, but eventually it's going to come out how she, you know, found yeah. her and all the rest of it. Like the truth is revealed. At that point, I should feel kind of gutted that the, the friendship's breaking down, and I should want it to continue anyway, and for her to maybe get over it or something like that. Which, admittedly, it would be a, a little bit far fetched in some ways. I agree, but it is a movie, and I feel like it almost plays too realistic to the point where it's kind of dull <laughs> yeah if i'm honest well, when, when, once we get to the part where they're taking characters out to the desert it's kind of like whoa what are we doing you know this took a turn well that's the thing like i almost feel like stuff like that should be more in the movie if we're going to go full comedy with it the problem is though is it takes itself fairly yeah. seriously a lot of the time that when it does things like that it feels like oh god what are we doing now that's like exactly um it's it's just it's it's, it's, it's kind of off tone it's, yeah, it's off you know? tone. Uh, the, the tone just isn't quite right, uh, and it really, it, it really bugs me. It's a shame, but that's the thing. You don't like. I mean, she's not unlikable per se. Like, she's not the worst person in the world. So, so a little bit back into my introspective. This is a person that I would not touch with a ten foot pole. Like this whole Instagram like uh, influencer, where they basically give her free stuff to shill on her Instagram because she gets X amount of likes. And yeah. Thousands of thought followers, a, all the rest of it. Yeah, and so, like, I look at trends and stuff, 
and it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, no, you know, I'm, I'm not doing that because it's cool, quote unquote, you know, uh, and I, so I have a reaction to this and I'm looking at the character going, well, why is she so special? And there's nothing really about Elizabeth Olsen's character that makes her like, like, why would, why would girls and young girls want to be this girl? Like I never, it never connected to me. But, but of course that there are, though. As much as you don't get it, there absolutely is yeah. people who follow characters like this on Instagram and obsess well, over. Well, I know, but but I feel like in the in the movie, outside of like her having the cool handbag and whatnot, like I I didn't get like why exactly did Ingrid gravitate towards her? You know, uh, I never felt that. Yeah, it's just dead. <laughs> but, but but. <laughs> Here's the thing, like, I think I think there is some good commentary to be made here about oh, surface level stuff and about like just the the, the 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 soulless, like capitalist sort of personality that's that's going on here. Which is kind of ironic given that her character and her husband are these like, oh we eat organic stuff, we go to the restaurant where the waiter will say, Oh, what is your uh, like what was it, deep thought today or something like that? And it's like, you know, and the waiter's like, oh, today it's how my father mistreated me as a child. And it's like, okay, oh, that was deal, okay. Uh, uh, they, they go to these kind of places, it's all all this kind of thing. Um, but, and it, it kind of tries to do something with it at the end, and mm-hmm. I can kind of see what it's trying to do at the end. Unfortunately, it also has this negative message that it's doing at the same time, which I don't even think is intentional, but I think they were actually being very ignorant of the message they were sending out. Like They, they were being willfully unaware mm-hmm. of the negative aspect of their ending, and it was really yeah. troublesome. And we'll talk about that in spoilers, of course. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's kind of it's an awkward watch there's a couple of moments where it is so cringeworthy and it's meant to be cringeworthy but it's so cringeworthy and i'm not because i don't like any of the characters i just feel like i'm awkwardly being cringy with people that i don't know it's weird yeah that's what i mean it was like these like that was the uh the one criticism i remember hearing about silver lightning's playbook which was a movie that i really liked Mm. but one of them, I can't remember where I heard it, but there was a reviewer that said, it's like, these are people that I don't want to be around, so it made it hard to enjoy the movie. Whereas, you know, at that, you know, when I'd seen it, it didn't bother me. I fully get that in this one, you know? Yeah, you can get, and, you can have, like, flawed characters, you can have characters mm-hmm. you disagree with, and they can still be, they can still carry a movie, you can still be interested mm-hmm. to be around them. Here, here's, this is what I always say, a character needs to be, and talk about protagonists here not every character of course the extras yeah. don't need these qualities but a protagonist needs to be one of two things possibly both but one of two things is needed either be interesting or likable right and i don't think and aubrey plaza is to an extent but all the other main cast are not likable <laughs> and they're definitely not interesting I, I thought her her landlord uh, Dan, who is played by O'Shea Jackson. Okay, he, he, he's a bit more interesting, but I, I don't want to talk about him until spoilers because everything I like yeah. about him is complete spoiler joke territory. Yeah. So but just just from the time you meet him, he's kind of got this vibe to him, and I don't know. I I really liked him in Straight Outta Compton, so I might be mm. carrying that in, you know, uh, on the actor. But but, but like, yeah, yeah, and he and he's there to kind of like facilitate the the positive side of the message that the end of the movie has, yeah. but it. Like I say, it's murkied by the negative side of it. But that's... Uh, 
I think that's as far as we can go without spoilers. So I will say, yeah, the cast are mostly pretty good. Like I like most of the actors that I that I'm familiar with. Yeah, here. it's they just they do a the, pretty good job. The characters, the story are, though, the characters in the story are just are not in any way. I don't know, mm-hmm. enjoyable. I guess so. It's, it's kind of a yeah. hard. It's a hard mix. So full spoilers for Angry Goes West from this point on. You have been warned. Okay, so let's talk about my favorite part of the movie. So you mentioned mentioned the neighbor, the landlord character who yep. li- lives across the street. Um, now it gets obviously a lot more detailed with this, but as soon as she meets him, he hands her his business card, and I notice the font immediately. The font uh-huh. on this card is the green font from the film Batman Forever, and I'm like, <laughs> that's really specific. Why does he have that? And then he mentions a screenwriter, and then mentions that he's writing a new Batman movie. That no mm-hmm. one's bought. No one's asked him to do this. He's just writing a Batman yeah, script. Yeah, that, that's the clarifying thing. Because I'm going through when he first says it, I was like, yo, there's no way Warner Brothers is going to this unknown guy to write a new Batman movie, no matter how much he loves Batman. So, you know, and then you come to find out that it's it's this passion project for him. And he just, he really loves Batman. He, he, call, he calls I, his car the Batmobile. He, yeah. he, uh, she, she, at one point she's upset him. So she buys him like a Batman Forever jumper or hoodie. And yeah. he's already owns it. She's like, yeah, but I spent like $400 on it. He's like, yeah, I spent 800 like four years ago. Like, get with the system. No, no, no. no. Yeah, he says he spent 8000 on his car, which she damaged. 8000 That's right. <laughs> yeah, because that's, that's, right. that's what she was trying to make it up for. Hey, I spent like yeah. $400 on this thing to try to find yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, well, you caused eight thousand dollars of damage. <laughs> so she kind of were not equal. Yeah, and when uh, she asked to borrow the truck, the condition yeah. of her getting it is that she goes to his table read because his cat woman pulled out. Yeah. And by the way, later on in the movie, when she needs to have a boyfriend to go to this pool party, yeah. she she has to quickly seduce him. So she does that by taking him out on a date, and then having sex with them with a Catwoman mask on and a Catwoman t-shirt on and, like, claws. Yeah. Uh, which, again, funny stuff. Uh, he He's yelling, like, she's on top of him. He's like, oh, say Gotham needs me. She's like, Gotham needs yeah. you. And he's like, oh, this is, like... That said, my favourite Batman yeah. joke in the entire film uh-huh. is when they're going to the pool party and she's giving them all these rules as they're going in. It's like, oh, don't do this, don't mention this, don't do that. And then she's like, an absolutely no Batman talk. And then he responds with, what am I supposed to talk about? Talk about, yeah. <laughs> that was really I've, funny. I've, I've gotten that, that lecture from my wife before. <laughs> like, you know, this is what you do. We're, we're meeting these people. Don't, like, don't bring up comic books. Don't bring up Star Wars. Like, And then I'm like, well, what am I supposed to talk to people about? Because th- those are my go-tos. So what do, you, what do you want? But yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like he's the most likable character. So you're you're kind of I wanted to see more of him, and he's not actually in it that much. So that was a letdown for me. Like I thought he was gonna play like a bigger part. Yeah, I mean, he's there a decent amount, but it's he's overshadowed by the amount we see of everyone else. Uh, yeah. In like you know, Taylor Elizabeth Olsen's character, her husband. Her brother, her brother was the worst character in the movie. I hated him every second he was on screen. But yep. he's—I mean, he's supposed to be a douchebag. Don't get me wrong. But he's just—you know—it's yeah. This is the thing. He's—he's he's meant to be this villain 
you know, threatening the the ruse. He he's looked uh-huh. on her phone and he knows what she's done and why she's here and how how she like he's, she's just basically stalking his sister on Instagram. But he wants yeah. to like blackmail her for money every month and she can't afford it. And yeah, I think like as much as I think he's a dick and as much as I hate him, it doesn't work that well because he is completely unlikable. Uh, but then at the same time, so so is I mean, you know, we're not rooting for Ingrid. But- like you so know, outside of of her kidnapping their dog, I mean, outside of like she wasn't. I don't feel like she broke any laws. You know what I mean? Like she wasn't this violent stalker. She wasn't. So worst case scenario, she finds out and they laugh about it because I mean, you feel like they're kind of good friends at this point. So well, I just I felt like I don't know. I feel like. Yeah, you can say that, but we see her staking out her place so she can walk out at the same time that she's on the street. We see her yeah. following her. Like, it's unhealthy, Matt. <laughs> it doesn't matter if she didn't oh, take no, the I'm not saying line. it's unhealthy, but I'm talking like the evidence on her phone. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like she videoed herself doing that. You know what I mean? Like, Well, she had photos so, of like lots of her possessions around her house and stuff. That's, that's oh, what you saw. That's right. That's right. So, the, the, so, the, that so there was creepy stuff there. Um, there was. But uh, no, so, so so it's a frustrating film because I, I like in theory what it's trying to do with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. It's just it, it gets when she's actually been friends with her and they actually have that day out in the car and they they, they yeah. go and get drinks and they go dancing for a bit and then they come back and they're drinking by the pool. That whole that whole like extended sequence of all that stuff, yeah, is mostly kind of dull. Yeah. Like, Wait, what, you, you kind of, they, they kind of teased it in the trailer that, you know, they become these fast friends. But again, it's only over a day. So, like, how friendly are these girls, really? Like, so, yeah. So, I, I, I felt kind of like, yeah, cool. They're meeting and talking and they're being friends. But I never got the, I never didn't feel that Taylor just wasn't using her for a ride out there. Yeah, you know, because they're going from LA to Joshua Tree, and it just it feels the, the the small moments I like where, like, you know, when she says, "Oh, can this guy take a photo of us?" and she's like, "So you can see in Aubrey's face, she's so excited that she's going to be in a yeah. photo with her, you know, on her Instagram." Like yep. that, that those small moments work, but it, honestly, these characters are so dull and uninterested, and you know, borderline. In fact, not even borderline. Some of them are just flat out annoying, but like irritating. It's it's hard. So so, and then when it does become awkward, and she starts to like get jealous because she's kind of mm-hmm. friends with this new girl that her brothers bought brought with them. Yeah, which which Taylor starts doing what Ingrid was doing. Basically, she's just using this to get to somebody more influential than herself. Mm. You know, and then she she cuts ties to Ingrid, which then upsets Ingrid, and you know takes it up to the next level. And and yeah, and then that character shows up, and I'm just like. What world? I never want to meet this world in the real life. Like this yeah. is based off the real things. I'm staying far away from it as I can. And then it's just that, so. Then the brother has the whole blackmail thing, and then Ingrid like pays some random guy to punch her in the face so she can go to go to the landlord and say, "Hey, her brother beat me up. We have to yeah. put on balaclavas, take your gun, and go and like rough him up and tell him to stop and leave us alone." Um. 
And I get that it's supposed to be funny that at no point does the brother like act scared. Like he's got he's got a hood on and he's got he's got his hands handcuffed. But the whole time he's like he's he's being just as smart and smart ass as he always has been. And he knows yep. who's taking him. He's not he's not like stupid. The problem is though is I don't like him so much that I'm just annoyed that he's been being a smart ass. I don't even care yeah. that he's in this situation. Uh, but honestly, again, this whole scene when they take him out of the desert and it turns into this bit of a fight. Uh, with the, the two guys, it's not that entertaining. It's not that exciting, and it's not that funny. No, I mean, I feel like they try to get by that it flips that this guy that was, you know, basically handcuffed, detained, ends up beating up the boyfriend, hmm. you know, with a tire iron and and whatnot. But yeah, I just it felt like he was trying to get unnecessarily dark, but it didn't earn any of it. Yeah, and- again, he doesn't feel scared. I mean. I don't care if I know who's taking me out to the middle of the desert with the hood on my head. Like, that that's some scary crap, you know? Like, on a universal level. And especially with this dude's drug history, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I uh, don't know. I think they were going for more of a dark comedy vibe with the movie. But mm-hmm. honestly, I don't think it worked. I mean, very rarely did I feel no. like it worked. No. The part I did laugh was, like, when you mentioned that she goes up to the guys playing, like, you think they're playing basketball... And she, she's like, if I give you guys $400, will you punch me in the face? And they look at her like she's this nut lady. Like, yeah, like, no, we're not. Like, you're you're crazy lady. And then, you know, ends up taking some extra stats. So, like, I thought that was funny, just the whole, their reaction to things. Uh, but there's not enough of that in the movie to, to get you by from seeing the scene. No. Now, I would have actually liked to see that, like, actual normal people, like, emotionally stable reacting to what's going on because i even felt like wyatt russell's character uh taylor's husband i felt like he wasn't that far off from a normal character so like when you get to his reactions it's like well yeah that's how you would react Hmm. but you never get to you know once once they cross that line and they find out what she did you only really see him over the phone or you don't hear him you don't even see him (laughs) and it, it and it loses its meaning to me at least yeah i like I say, I think the biggest problem with the movie is that we don't necessarily like the people she's stalking that much, so it's hard yeah. to really kind of, you know, and then, and then it's not very funny that, that often because the tone's actually a little bit darker than what you may be expecting. Uh, and it's kind of going for that loneliness, and if it wants to go for the loneliness, then it should have went full drama. It should have went full, yeah. we are watching a disturbed person uh, doing disturbing things, and it's, yeah. you know, this deep, you know, dark sort of look kind, at your side. Kind of like Spring Breakers was, right? Well, there's... They were uh, satire to Spring Breakers, but that kind of maybe I was thinking was more. Tone. I was thinking more American Psycho almost. Okay. Yeah, kind of. You that know, like going go for something along those lines. Uh, instead, I don't know. It's just, it's just the balance just isn't quite there, and it makes a lot of it fall flat. Uh, so let's talk about the ending because the ending is a big thing. Yeah. So, she, well, she, but that's I wanted to touch on social media too, and like I like that it kind of is this takedown on yeah. social media. Like, yeah, you you can feel like you know people. Because you follow them online, but you really don't know who they are deep down. That goes for both ways. You know, Ingrid doesn't know who Taylor really is, and Taylor doesn't know who Ingrid is yet. They act like they're friends, and it leads to this whole controversy. Yeah, yeah. Towards the end. So, so we see that uh, Ingrid's money's running out, and she can't even charge her phone. She can't do anything. Oh. She's trying to message because <laughs> obviously, after the whole fight in the desert, even the landlord, he he's in the hospital. He's pissed at her. He's not yep. responding to her. 
but uh, she she's can't even charge her phone, and her phones are life. We see that throughout the movie. She's like, desperate yep. to always be with her phone, and she actually sneaks over to a party that's happening. Uh, and this is already after everyone's found out about her and they don't want her around. So she dresses as a ghost with a wig on and yeah. just basically sneaks in so she can charge her phone at one of the outlets. But someone steps on the sheet that she's wearing and she ends up like coming out of it and everyone sees her. And this confrontation happens. Mm-hmm. She gets to talk to uh, talk to Taylor briefly and try to explain, hey, I thought we were friends. And, she, and again, it, it, it all feels very desperate. But... Terry's like, we were never friends. You're some weirdo. You're some pathetic loser who stalked me from Instagram. And Joe, the funny thing was, is throughout this whole scene, you know, she's humiliated in front of everyone. Then she has her yep. say to her face, you're, you're pathetic. We were never friends. I actually thought to myself, the only realistic scene that follows this up is her trying to kill herself. Really? And I th- and you I th- went straight there. And I thought... Like, that is really what I feel would happen with this person. She's that unstable. This means so much to her. I feel like that is the natural follow-up. And I was actually surprised they actually did it. I was surprised that the next yeah. scene was her killing us, trying to kill herself. And I was like, okay. Again, I don't think it fits the tone of the movie. Like, I, I feel like the tone's kind of all over the place. It's kind of this weird, murky, kind of dark humour thing. And I could see what it was going to do with it. Right, so she, she ends up. She goes home and she's got. She's, she's recording a video. She's never really done this before. She's always been photos, and she's recording yeah. a video for her followers where she's like, "Hey, I wanted to do a real video where I'm actually just me. I'm not. I'm not the fake version that I've been posting about for years or months or whatever. This is. This is me. This is. I am Ingrid, and uh, you know, I, I just want to say this and say goodbye. And this is the end of me. Blah. blah, blah. There was a little bit more in there, but that was, that was the gist of it. And she like down some pills, down some booze. And she she posts it, and I'm like, okay, so and th- th- then she wakes up in the hospital. Uh, the landlord kind of forgives her. He, he saw her video called nine one one. That's what saved her. She's in the hospital. He's there. They're joking about him having these little uh, scooters, a Batmobile, and so on. Yeah, sure, all all fine. And he's like, hey, you're kind of a you went viral. Like your video, like everyone's like wishing you well, and everyone kind of gets you. So here's the thing, there's two sides to this. The positive side to this is what it's saying, is that when she actually stopped trying to be a fake person and just was herself, that's when people actually connected to her. Mm -hmm. That is a positive message. That is a good message. That's great. Unfortunately, this ending also carries another message. It also carries the, hey, if you feel like you're not getting attention, try and kill yourself and you will get that attention. And you'll get that validation that you've been looking for by being that fake person. I I was legitimately shocked at this yeah. final scene. When she's like... Because it ends here. There's no anything, there's not anything after this where she kind of analyzes it. Or when he says, hey, but you shouldn't have done this or whatever. It ends with her smiling at the, the phone. And she's got all these likes and comments. And it goes yep. to the credits. That's how it ends. I couldn't believe it ended that way. No. Yeah. That was a rough ending. Like... When they showed her in the hospital bed, I was like, I hope this didn't go viral. And then he pops in and was like, oh, yeah, you went viral. And I was like, oh, that's the last thing this girl needs. Yeah, because I, so I, I, I get that we're supposed to read it like a tragedy, but I also feel like, like you said up, up at the, the top of this, it reinforces the wrong message. Yeah, because I, I think the, the first thing I said there where it's like, no, oh, she finally became herself, it showed herself, and that's what people responded to. I think that is the message. I think that's the message they wanted to have. But I feel like 
they never actually let her realize that she's been this messed up. She, they never really, yeah. let, it never feels like she understands what she was doing was yeah. wrong. Yeah, she's absolutely not self-aware. Yeah, like, at all. At the end yeah. of the movie, it just feels like she stumbled into what she wanted without understanding anything. It doesn't feel like she's grown really at the end of the movie. No. Um, mm-hmm. and there's so it feels like there's not really an arc like there should be. She's still just right. as sick when she wakes up than she was before. There's like no improvement. Yeah, but now people like her, Pete. So, oh, she know. got what she wanted. It's fine. And yeah, if, if and if it wants to have that that really bittersweet ending where that's the point, I don't think it even goes far enough to sell us that. No, I think no, you're supposed to be. I think you're supposed to be happy for her that she's got these. Yeah. It's weird. Well, that's the thing. I I read it as a tragedy. You know, like like oh no, this poor girl. She's on the wrong track still. Like. Uh, yeah, I don't. Oh yeah, if, I don't want to say it was infuriating, but it was definitely irritating. I, 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 Joe, I would definitely say this, this is a movie that I would say absolutely only adults should be watching. I the yeah. thought of the thought of a teenager watching this who's maybe unstable is yeah. terrifying to me. Yeah, and you feel like it was kind of marketed towards that demo, you know, like was the it? young. Is it, is it... What was the rating on this? I mean, it's rated R, right? But but I feel like I remember seeing this in front of movies it shouldn't have been in front of, like the trailer. Okay, I see, I see. Uh, You know what I mean? I I really, I'm actually in awe of the, 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 just how misguided the ending of this is. And I feel like I know, again, I feel like I know what they were going for. I think they were going for that positive message. But the fact that she doesn't really feel like she learns anything, the, the, the fact that, she still feels as ill, which would be fine if it is going to play like a tragedy and she's just even worse than mm-hmm. she was before. That's that's fine. That's a valid way to end your story. But it has to be clear to the audience that this was a tragedy. This was a bad ending. Right. And it doesn't end that way. No. Not at all. It, it's kind of like there was that Black Mirror episode with Bryce Dallas Howard that kept reinforcing, you know, she keeps doing oh, things yeah. for likes. Yeah. That is how you should handle it. You know yeah, because I mean? that actually ended... It, that ended with her realizing that no, I'd yeah. rather be real. And because you, you think exactly. at the end, when when he comes in the skirt, I'm like, oh, he's going. She's going to realize that he's actually a real person who's there for her and just likes her. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a phony. It's not Instagram. He just likes her. Right. But see, but as you notice, her phone's her life, so she starts paying more attention to her phone than she does for the actual person. That yeah. Cared actually, about her. you know what? The be- the best one simple change that would have fixed the entire ending. He says, "Hey, I brought something you'd want to see." He goes to hand her a phone, and then she should have went, "No." I don't need that anymore. Yeah. That's your ending. Mm-hmm. That's the no, simplest okay. way to fix yeah. it. But yeah, oh, man, I just, I was so, I don't say excited, but this was a movie I've been looking to watch uh, just based off of the cast and even the trailer. Cause I thought there'd be at least, you know, if I didn't enjoy what was going on or if I got annoyed, at least the humor would be there. And then the humor really wasn't there either. So it was a lose, lose. On yeah. My part. yeah, it was kind of a mundane movie. There was, I mean, there's ideas in there somewhere. There's glimpses of mm-hmm. things, but unfortunately, just it all kind of falls flat because the I, I don't think the script is developed enough, and then yeah. you have this problematic ending, which again I actually think is accidental, which is the worst kind of way of doing this. Yeah, but, uh, it's half cocked or half baked, yeah. however you want to say that. But it accidentally has a much worse message than than what it's trying to, and that is that is really bad. Uh, yeah. So, 
So no, I guess we'll rate the movie out of ten. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Matt, what, what do you think? What, what are you rating? Uh, rating me, Angry Goes West out of ten. That's what I'm trying uh, to say. Let me let me see because I made I made notes after I had watched it. Oh god. So let me let me pull up my my watch log. Yeah. So I, I gave this a six. Sexy. In my notes. Yeah. Um. That's actually a bit higher than I was expecting, given your 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 words, Matt. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I liked the cast enough, and I felt like Ingrid, you know, despite not liking the character, I feel like Aubrey Plaza did a really great job. So that, that gives it some... And same with, with Elizabeth Olsen. I mean, they I generally like her and everything I've seen her in, even in Godzilla, where she didn't have much to do. Uh, I thought she was fine. But she really made me not like that character. Like, <laughs> I've met girls like her, so I think that that helps. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I have to go straight down the middle at a five. I, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I was, yeah, I, I think for every good idea it has, for every good actor it has, there is oh. something else that counterbalances it and drags it down for me. Yeah. Whether it's the... Two, two things. Yeah. yeah. Meandering tone, the, uh, just the, the undercooked script, and then the problematic ending that I, I'm just not feeling at all. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that ending's really troublesome. So, uh, no. So, um, um, yeah. So, by all means, if you've seen the movie, let, let us know what you think of yeah, it in the, in the comments. Uh, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fudge for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash TV. You can do that over there. There'll be a link to that in the description as well as some other important stuff. Uh, and otherwise, that's us. So, uh, uh, there's actually... There's at least one more Jigawatch coming this year. Uh, not not including the end of year uh, top tens, which we'll we'll be doing, of course, uh, uh, close to New Year's, maybe just after New Year's, depending on how it lines up. Yep. But uh, there's at least one more movie Jigawatch coming from me and Matt this year, uh, which is looking like a winner from all the early buzz that I'm seeing online, um, and very possibly another Jigawatch from me and Connor uh, if Connor uh, pulls his finger out of his ass and uh, watches the movie. Okay, I said that was a mixed metaphor, my friend. Uh, you never heard that before? Not finger, because you don't need your finger. I've, I've heard you need to pull your head out of your ass, you know, but not so you can see what's going on, but not pull your finger out of your butt so you can watch a movie. Like, I don't... Yeah, yeah. just the idea you get your hand up your ass and you use your hand to do the thing, so you need to put your hand out to press play. Uh, it kind of seems to be like he's the type that got adept at using one hand. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that that has been one point two gigawatts. Uh, mm-hmm. So hopefully you had some fun with the discussion there. Uh, so yeah, thanks once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Love you loads. Uh, keep watching movies, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>